What's up, guys? You're speaking to Future Phil. I'm coming to you from just before this episode was uploaded. Um, as you can tell, I'm alone because Dan is currently in a batch of celebrating World Radio Day and other big things over there. But um, as you can tell from the title of this episode, we had done this episode to speak about AKA's death and also to um, celebrate some of his music and some of our moments. In the episode, we did touch on the issue and the accusations of domestic violence against Adelian. So we certainly didn't want to downplay that. But since we recorded that episode, there have been new revelations that have been released in the press that we will discuss at a later date that they are quite concerning, they are quite serious, and we certainly didn't want to just skip past that. So... Please, if you're a listener of Two Broke Trimbos, uh, please understand that we have taken these into consideration. We are not ignoring them. We certainly don't want to make it seem like we are celebrating someone who may have been an abuser. And according to the accusations, if they are to believed a murderer, um, these are all very new revelations that we want to take seriously and we will dissect them in next week's episode. But we did put this to our Patreon group and the majority of our patrons were like, we understand the context, we'd like you to release the episode. So we are going to do so, but we just wanted to make sure we had that caveat in place. Um, If you are certainly offended or hurt by the accusations and you want nothing to do um, with AKA, please, by all means, um, skip this episode. We will be back next week with another. We just wanted to make it clear that we understand the seriousness of the accusations. We certainly don't want to be seen as a podcast that ignores or celebrates any forms of abuse or violence towards women or any other gender for that matter. And we are trying our best to not only provide entertainment, but also balance commentary on the industry. So um, with that being said, um, please, if you are staying for the episode, enjoy the episode. If not, we'll see you next week. Um, Love you guys. Catch you later. This is becoming uh, all too common to theme, Dan. I've not decided, Phil. From now on, I have decided to take death in stride. Otherwise, you know what happens, Philip. You know what happens. You get, you get overwhelmed. What, so do you, what do you mean by take it in stride? From here on, every death that I hear about, I'm going to, it's going to be the same news to me as, oh, NFTs have crashed or something. Sad news. Keep it moving. Because I every week, Phil, I can't. No, no, no. We'll be incapacitated. 24 hours sad. Seven days a week. I refuse. I think fair... But it's very, it's different for a lot of reasons. I mean, some of the reasons I just explained to you off mic, I'm not going to repeat them because I think it's a bit corny. Uh, But it's a different thing when it's someone that you know. I mean, we certainly weren't close, certainly weren't friends, but we knew each other. Yep. You know what I mean? We had been in, there was contact. It's even weirder. So... Let me not get ahead of myself. I mean, I think first and foremost, the reason why we're recording this episode, and obviously if you're listening, you've, you've read the title. The title of this is, uh, we're mourning the the death of AKA, AKA Kian and Jared Forbes, tragically shot down in Durban this past weekend. And it was a, it was a truly tragic announcement or a way to discover it because I was literally about to fall asleep then. And... Yep. In our Patreon group, someone started sending messages and then someone phoned me. And then I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And they're like, no, 
can you confirm this? And I was like, okay, I don't know how. Um, and then I tried calling someone in the team and then that person wasn't picking up. And then someone else um, who knew someone else in, in Durban was like, yeah, um, they work. I know someone who works at the club is supposed to appear at. They've just canceled the event because apparently it's true. Then you started seeing some of the videos and the announcements. And that's kind of what was also exo- frustrating and heartbreaking because we've discussed this before. It's like people seem to value the engagement around a death than just being decent. Like if you know people are scrambling for information, people are scrambling for answers and then you start dropping these cryptic tweets or you just start tweeting doves and and uh, heart emojis and all this. Meanwhile, it's not confirmed yet. Like people are, are trying to get confirmation. That's painful. And now I, I think about... Can you imagine being AKA's brother, AKA's mom, who is on social media quite a bit? Fam, AKA's child, I don't know if she runs her account, but she might. What if she's scrolling and she comes across? Like, that is terrible. I don't know why people do that. Um, Yeah, man. Yeah, it's just, it's sad. So those things are quite tricky, obviously, because I think it's it's hard to expect people to act rationally in in the face of death. So sometimes I'm willing to allow a bit of grace that maybe your, let's say, behavior or actions or activities or whatever are less than ideal. And and I agree with you. I think it's messed up to like, you know that everyone is going to be wanting answers and there's no official answers. Then you tweet cryptic things. But at the same time, are you thinking logically in that moment? Are you thinking rationally? Maybe not. Hopefully not. I would, I would hope that people aren't doing it specifically for engagement, but some people might be. And the thing is you can never draw a line between them. And some people are just, you know, for some people, this is what I've learned. For some people, they live out their lives on social media. They, it's not just hot takes. It's the first thought that comes to their mind. It's the first emotion that they feel the first they're throwing it on social media. So for some people, maybe that's how they see it. I don't know, but I do agree. Like, like, especially when you know that people are going to be wanting answers. But to me, I'm, I'm uh, obviously it's something we've discussed again before. I'm also more mad at the people who literally tweet. Here's a video of AKA being shot. Follow me for more updates. Like yeah. just follow, just follow the line of what you're, what you've written. Are you like, are you serious? But anyway, I don't want to dwell on those people right now. I mean, I mean, the scam are always going to be the scam. I, I, it's most of the people that were close to him. And uh, I hope I never have to test my theory. I hope I never have to test the theory as in, I never have to come face to face with dealing with a tragic loss of someone close to me. And when I'm scrambling, because Obviously, there's a bit of separation, but when I was looking for answers, the last thing I was doing was going to post on social media. I was just like, yo, okay, what, what, what is being said? What, what, what's happening? I think, as you just touched on, the, the truly saddening thing after this death and um, what has taken me aback is the conspiracy theories. Um, granted, this was the first video of this nature that I actually watched. And because I... like. There were just so many questions I had as well. And I still have more questions after it, but 
I'm also not rushing to make uh, assumptions. I mean, there are some gonna, there are some theories I have, and I'll never say them on microphone. Mm. But um, I don't know. The, I don't have the answers. I don't know have the intricacies. But what I do know is the people that are now putting a target on Don's back, the people that are putting a target on Sia's back, the people that are putting a target on uh, Nevo's back, guys, WTF. Like, we're already grieving the tragic loss of two people. We don't need to be uh, dealing with another loss of life or multiple losses of life. It's it's literally like we went through the whole Biggie and Park situation for nothing because remember after that, I was like, no, guys, we need to be more careful with what we say. We need to be more careful with beef. We need to be careful with stoking emotions around death. And then literally people are doing it right now, especially in a country that's as armed and as violent as South Africa. That's concerning. I mean, there's already been promises of blowback and potential situations now between cities. And look, anyway, so let's yeah. not dwell on that. Let's not, let's not dwell on that. I think, um, sadly, we're also recording this a little late and it's time constraint because Dan has to travel. Yeah. Um, so I think we're, we're going to ask uh, our producer, Crims, to do a, a little mix because it would have been nice to reflect uh, on some of these things. <clears throat> so what we wanted to do was... I actually have some more recent interviews with AKA, but they're on a hard drive that has failed and I need to go back to Joburg to get it repaired. So I might release those later. We do have a specific 2BT interview from eight years ago, Dan. Can you imagine eight years ago? Weirdly enough, AKA has been, I just did a quick search. AKA has been interviewed on our podcast three times. So we have our official AKA interview where we sat and interviewed him, which is a, a great story that maybe we can quickly share. But then there's also um, the time that you went to the BET Africa experience. Uh-huh. And then I also went to Castle Light Unlocks. Yeah, so by the time right. I went, it was the third time we were interviewing him. And he reckoned like he was literally, yo, it's two broke Zimbos. That's what he said. He said two broke Zimbos, right? I was like, nah, it's Twimbos. But you know, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> no, man. So what's your favorite memory of AKA? Okay. Um, I also don't want this to, like you said earlier, it's not like we are friends with AKA or we are close to him, but we at least have interacted with him. And I would like to think that if he sees us, he'll, he'll, if he obviously before his tragic passing, if he had seen us, he would at least somewhat recognize us and somewhat interact with us. So I don't want to make it seem as if we're friends or as if we're close or as if I have some inside scoop or nothing like that. It's just, We've had him on the podcast. Obviously, we both appreciated his music. I liked AKA's music quite a bit. And, uh, you know, we always used to discuss like, you know, old AKA versus new AKA versus he going back to how he did before versus the pop versus the hip hop. I mean, I enjoyed his music. I thought he was also a larger than life person on social media. And it was always funny to watch him interacting with fans and stuff like that. Um, but I will, I will tell just two brief stories. So number one is how we recorded the first interview with AKA. If you recall, Phil, you hit me up. It's like, yo, AKA is at the hotel. I don't know if we have an interview or if we, if we do or we don't, but just come, we'll, we'll post up and let's see what happens. Mm, daddy, we're only dramatic. I said, Dan, no. we have an interview. You just have to be there. <laughs> That's not what you said. You, you, I, no, you, I think you I, were not no, sure. No, I think, no, I think what had happened was I had been promised an interview, yeah. but they were also like, yo, sometimes they get in my moods. Saka, you know, depending. So I was just like, let's cover our bases. And just be there. And just be there. Yeah. And, and what I must say is, on that day, it seemed like his management team were not keen, but he was like, nah, let's do it. I thought that was pretty cool because I had gone in with the preconception or, or, or the notion that 
he's going to be the difficult one. And maybe on another day he might have been, I don't know. But at least on that day, I felt, I remember thinking like, oh, Inga, he's actually pretty cool. Yeah, he was cool. And, and that day he'd, he'd actually come with Rich Mahogany. Um, and he's been sharing some really beautiful videos of AKA. So go check him out. Shout out to Rich as well. Um, but yeah, that was, that, was, that was, it was an interesting day because um, I'd interviewed AKA, I think once or twice before for my other blog. And then I, I'd bump into him occasionally at the fifth season offices because I'd always go there. I remember I'd interviewed Barita, I'd interviewed Yanga, and I just passed through the fifth season offices um, for a couple of other things. And AK would always be there. So like we kind of knew each other. And then I also, another funny story. In fact, I'll tell another time, but shout out to Lerato. Um, and then, so we kind of had a relationship. And then also the other funny story that I'd shared um, in the Patreon group was... AKA had just signed to Sony and released Levels. And at this time, I had actively started saying, okay, how do we expand the podcast? I think we had just started the podcast, to, to be fair, and, and we weren't even sure of who we were speaking mm. to. And Sony were like, yo, Phil, come through, get some freebies. Um, let's see, like, you know, let's drum up some some interest in our Sony act. So they gave me a bunch of CDs. At the time, I think the, the notable CDs I remember from that giveaway were the Futures album, and aka for old school listeners of the podcast they'll remember that there was a time we even had a game on our website <laughs> of having to do some <laughs> and we and we gave away cds yeah yeah i better move that dope um and it was an interesting time because that was the first time we realized oh snap we actually have listeners because that's when we had one of our listeners stop here and we gave him um, a copy of Future and AKA's album. So there was always like a, a big tie in there and it was, it was always sentimental. Um, other fun fact, I don't think you know this, Dan, and why members of that other group are so affected. Do you know the car or who owns the car that's on AKA's levels? The album art. There's a car on the front cover. Mm-hmm. Do you know whose car that is? Well, whose car is it? That's Mushambi's car. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Levels. <laughs> <laughs> Mushambi's even in the music video for um, I'm the song with um, Deleuze and AK where they've got the the red SL. That's that's him in the video driving the car. Um, so yeah, now nah, I don't know why I'm spacing on the name of the song. Uh, yes, Control. So if you check the video, you'll see Mushambi in there. But so we, we've always had like just an ancillary relationship with them. So um, I think one of my favorite memories um, is the most recent one, actually, because AKA's music, in my opinion, had taken a bit of a a downturn. Um, Bovomania and Touch My Blood, particularly Bovomania, it was now like people like, hey, guys, are we being real honest and realistic about this guy's hit rate? Because mm, they're not seem to be there. And he came out and said, guys, this album was released in the middle of a pandemic. I really couldn't push it. I wasn't in the right headspace to record it. I was also dealing with death, keeping in mind that this was just recently after his ex-fiance, Anele uh, Bete, had tragically um, killed herself in Cape Town. So there was that on the back of it. And the last time I saw him was the last time I was in Joburg. I was invited to... Uh, his party where you're celebrating lemonade going platinum mm. and like you could see and you could see I, I think I even shared one of the videos where he was so ecstatic because it was against all odds like people had counted him out they were like yo AK is done for 
And he came back with a smash hit. And then he followed it up with another one with his latest single with Prada. And it looked like he was back. Um, he was also starting to do a press run. He had a very good interview with, um, um, my brain is off right now, the the podcast in South Africa a couple of months back as well. So it looked like he had turned a corner. And that was great to see because I've always been an AK fan. And I remember even speaking to you, um, I think it was a week or two after that when I was like, yo, listen to this verse that he just did. Mm. And he's on a run. Like, this is the AK that I missed. And... To have him, to have him taken like this, it's it's so tragic. Um, yeah, man, it's sad, but I think also it would be irresponsible of us, negligent of us, obviously not to address the elephant in the room because not everyone was was heartbroken by this because there was the incident with his ex fiance that was still unresolved or unsolved, and there were the the damning tweets by her about her accusing or intimating that he had been abused by a gay. And then obviously that's those photos of him breaking through the door, like Jack Nicholson in the shining, which were very concerning. Look, man, that's never a good look. That there's no, there's, there's, there, there, um, look, okay. Just to address that as well. So, um, I think, uh, I was going to mention the other, by the way, just in term, before we address that, the other, um, memory I have of AKA is when I went to Castle Light Unlocks in 2019. And for those of you who may recall, I told a story of how um, I was in the media room. I went to Zim Media, um, both for the radio station. And I thought that I also get some good content for the podcast while I'm there. And um, I was interviewing uh, the different celebrities who were there for the whole Castle Light, uh, uh, Castle Light Unlocks experience. It was pretty cool. But then also like I was there with very established media houses that had whole huge setups. And I was just there with a little recorder, you know what I'm saying? Um, but then, like I mentioned, AKA recognized me as like, yo, two broke Zimbos, right? And uh, this was, as he was leaving, there was still a line of people waiting to interview him because he only did like maybe two or something. And he was like, I got to go. And then he saw me and then he says, um, I can't stay for an interview, but walk with me. I was like, oh, so I looked around to see like, is there anyone else left here? I want to interview. Nope. So I literally just walked with AKA all the way down, all around backstage, all the way until we got to the exit as we were doing this interview. Um, I'll look for it as well. Maybe I'll give Crims to include it. Let me just listen to it first and see if it's, if it's, if it's worth it. But it was just like a quick, like. No, I think it'll be fine. It's nice yeah. sentimental. And I also, again, that's another thing that I appreciated that in all these situations, it's not anything major. It's not anything like, wow. It's just, oh, I appreciate that you actually took the time. I appreciate that you, you could have just said, I'm done. I got to go. And everyone would have understood, but you're also like, no, nah, we can do the interview, but we just have to walk on the way out. And I thought that was, that was pretty cool. Um, so now to come back to address this elephant in the room, um, like we've always said, you can't, the problem I think is that everyone wants to dictate how you must feel. Um, and I can completely understand someone who has seen these allegations and seen the evidence that's been put before them. And is like, I can't be a fan of this man because of the alleged abuse. And I can see other people who say, you know what, I've seen what's in front of me, but I need more before I make a decision, which is also fine. And I think there's some others, whether it's right or wrong, who may feel, you know what, I recognize he's a flawed man. In fact, he may actually be uh, guilty of said abuse, but I am able to, in my mind, separate the art from the person. And I think also if some person is able to feel that or think that, 
you know, it's, it's their own prerogative. So I just wanted to address it that way that I think everyone is valid in their feelings, whatever they may be when it comes to this kind of thing. So if, if your issue is, listen, this man is an abuser, I can't support him. Completely understood. If your issue is, I don't know if he is or if he isn't yet, I'm waiting for more evidence. I think that's also fine. And if your issue is, listen, um, for me, I'm, I'm just talking about his music. What happens in his personal life, I don't even know or care. In my opinion, that's also fine too. Um, of course, everyone's going to have strong opinions in each of the directions. Again, you're allowed to have those uh, opinions, but that's how I see things. Um, so yeah, and an, another quick thing I wanted to touch on is um, there had been a very public image of AKA in his most recent relationship with Nadia Nakai, who he was still with at the time of his death. So yeah, just condolences go out to Nadia as well, uh, as well as his family. Uh, must be a sucky thing to have to go through. And at the same time to see all the, the, the conversations around nah, the person's I, I can't. I, I can't imagine having a brother, a son, family member, boyfriend, whatever that may be, and a video of their killing. Just suck it. That's so wild. That's actually so wild. Especially the cold-hearted way in which he was killed at oh, it's tragic. So yeah, man. Um I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll line up our previous interviews with AKA. We'll have some musical interludes. We'll we'll share some of our favorite songs from AKA. What's your favorite AKA song? Um I actually went through to the to the chagrin of my my wife was like, no, I understand he just died, but hey, sh- geez, the whole day, Dan. I'm like, I'm remembering, aka, leave me alone. So I actually had some time to go through some of, of, of his songs. And I realized that aka was in what I uh, would say is probably his peak round about the time I was outside the most. So the days that we had um, uh, all his collaborations with Burner Boy and like that time, AKA, I was outside, outside, and it was AKA everywhere. So there's that side. I mean, when I'm sitting at home, I'm probably not going to listen to Rabaree. I mean, I would, but you know, um, probably my favorite AKA song is um, Wait, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It is Run Josie. Okay, that's 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 a, that's a good choice. Uh, for you, me, for me, it's composure. There's no question. Composure is top three as well, fam. <laughs> I and I think composure to me it hits extra hard because okay, I don't like. At that time, I was I was blogging, and at that time, you know, like you just get fed information, and I'm glad that AKA had now um, spoken about it. But there was a time when AKA was beefing with Zinchle, he had been caught, and Zinchle kicked him out. So AKA was pretty much like destitute. <laughs> so, and you know, let me make sure I give these guys credit because I don't want to. I don't want to get it wrong. Composer, composer. Yeah, I don't. Here we go. Sorry, the sobering podcast. Hey, sauce guys. Um, so on the sobering podcast, he actually says the story. He's like, "Yo, I was, I was literally homeless. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, let me, let me hit the studio. 
um, I, was, I was really tired of beef. I was losing the beef. He dropped composure. And composure dropped. Um, this was around the time where, where, where Bonang was threatened to sue for defamation of character because she was like, how dare you accuse me of cheating or rather of kin and cheating on you with me. <laughs> I was like, ah, guys. And it dropped on a Thursday or Friday. And that Friday I was in Taboo. And it dropped in the club. And outside of back to back, I had not seen the club go up like that for a beef song. <laughs> And I was like, yes, yeah, this is the one. And lyrically, we even Anati was like, guys, I, I gave him the beat. I don't know he was going to do that. I'm sorry, my bad. I don't want to be involved in that. <laughs> like he wasn't in the studio. Get out of here. <laughs> but I, I think that was my favorite moment. Outside of that, yeah, um, there's so many, there's so many musical moments. But um, yeah, man, it's just been a difficult week to, to reconcile the death, the loss, um, Obviously, having to understand that yes, there are people who are legitimately upset. There are people who are legitimately are hurt, um, and I, I would like to think that our podcast listeners know that we aren't insensitive to that. We aren't just skipping past that. Um, so, if you weren't a fan of AKA, if you believe he was guilty, if he will, he was not your favorite person. We understand. By all means, um, we're, we're not trying to diminish your pain and suffering. Um, but for, for those people that were a fan of his music, for his artistry, um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be missed, man. It's going to be missed. It was tragic. Yeah. So, all right, man. So we'll get our producer, please, Crims. Uh, we'll also hook you up with the, the, the previous interviews we've done. We'll put together some music and uh, hopefully you can join us in this fitting tribute, fitting send off to uh, probably Africa's best selling rapper. <laughs> Is that accurate? Uh, I saw that somewhere and I was like, I want to look at the numbers to confirm. Uh, but at least I haven't looked at it. Um, I think Sako Dier could, could, could say something about that. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's just up there. Definitely. But one of, one of, uh, one of the, the, the very iconic uh, hip hop artists in Africa. So huge shout out to AKA um, condolences to his family, his friends, to uh, Nadia um, and like his fans, obviously everyone was a fan of his music. Um, and as much as I understand the need for conversations around everything else, including abuse allegations, including air quotes, beef, including like everything, you know what I mean? Like, we can all just be decent human beings. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, we'll catch you in the next one then. All right, guys, stay safe. Yo, what's up? This is AKA. You're listening to Broke Twin Bows. We're reporting live from the 19th floor. It is what it is. Levels. We broke, 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 broke. We ain't got it. Broke, 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 fat broke. We ain't got it. Don't spend no money. Ain't got no clothes. Ain't got no cars. Ain't got no Checking levels. Levels. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Levels. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, we're back again as two broke trimbos. My name is Danny, that guy, aka Denias, aka the only guy, aka your girlfriend probably pities me, aka Dan Moore. When you look at my plate and you look at the meat in it, it's more like Daniel's. That is true, that is true. And once again, he's here with the soon to be honorable, most surely will be doctorable. Phil Chart, aka Blink Floss, the big boss, baby. Aka Fita P. Aka Filthy Phil. Aka Sexington Glovo. Aka Shamari Titengero Dringi. Fresh new episode. Again, we keep the ball rolling. And just to prove to you guys that we're not like any other just random blog or random podcast, we are bearer. We bring you another episode with one of the hottest rappers in Africa again, straight from South Africa. His name is AKA. And well, when you think about it, he really owed us this interview considering we shouted his name like 20 times during our intro. You know what I mean? Every time we record, how many times we shout his name. So it's AKA on Two Broke Twimbos. It's another video recording as well. So if you want to check out the video and you're listening at this, uh, listening to this rather uh, through the podcast, uh, feel free to pause right now and head on over to YouTube and check out the video interview together with AKA. It was uh, on the 19th floor, Saga Levels. Yes, yes, that is true. Shout out to Crown Plaza for facilitating the the penthouse sweat. Or more, it, was, it was a boardroom that was unused for like three weeks, which was literally being cleaned as we were interviewing. But you know, hey, beggars aren't choosers. <laughs> to be fair, they probably didn't even know we were in there. It's like, yeah, if you booked. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, they look important. They look important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, it's got arm tattoos, so we're not going to argue with the colored men with arm tattoos. And they got grill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so AKA on Two Broke Twimbos And again it was a really dope interview We got to talk to him about some things That you probably haven't heard Or may not have heard Because of the shortness of everyone else's interviews We managed to sit down with him for about 20 minutes or so And he told us about uh, a lot of things Notably he didn't tell us details about his family I don't know why he doesn't want to uh, You know Bring them out in the spotlight Why again, would we care though? We're not a gossip blog Fair enough But I mean If we're talking to someone About what's important to them Etc Surely You know what I mean Then again Isn't his, isn't his wife On the cover of Destiny magazine Are they married? I think Well he's, he's His lady Actually yes. Let me put it But that. I mean I mean, Have you seen his lady? I'm pretty sure he cares <laughs> Because <laughs> Exactly So uh, Yes you can look out for that interview coming through. Also, AKA was in the country for a show that happened to occur at the Harare yes. Showgrounds. Surprisingly, he did not fly into Harare just to be interviewed by us. I was surprised. I was like, wait, you, you've you got something else? And he was like, nah, the thing is, I can't just come or justify just coming for the interview. So I'm yeah. here for the interview. Plus, I'm going to throw in a show. You know, just, you know just, just to pay for the flights. But, you know, I came for you guys. So, you yeah, know. It was really dope. Really dope. Uh, I didn't go to the show. You went to the show? Yes. Yes. And... <laughs> It's becoming a theme. It's becoming a theme. But uh, <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Is this to the promoters? Yeah, or? this is to the promoters. 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 Speaking of which, does anyone okay. know who the hell Magma Beverages is? Because I have not seen a drink in any store which with beverages? their logo. The Magma are the... Oh, yeah. Mag- they, were the they were the promoters. <laughs> no one knows who they were. Maybe they've... I don't know. We'll find out. Anyway, uh, let's. Can we start with the positive? How was his performance? And I, from what I know, AKA's live performances again are always on point. AKA's performance was pretty dope. In fact, like from the last time I saw him to this time, I, I could even sense like a massive improvement. He's doing a lot more dancing. He was doing the nay nay. He's doing the shoki. He's doing a few jives there. I was dope. You know, shout out to him. 
when Fnatic was there in the back hyping up. Yeah, that was a dope <laughs> performance. Live, live band as we discussed. That was dope. You know, he gave a lot of energy, a lot of champagne was sprayed. You know, he was doing his boss thing. I was, I was impressed. I was impressed. It was a dope, dope set. The last time that AKA was in Zim, I went to the show. There were probably literally 15 to 20 people in the audience, mm-hmm. including myself. And I, you know, sometimes I count myself as three or four, but there were literally that many people in the audience. And he came on, wasn't phased, gave a heck of a performance. He was only on for what, 30 minutes or something, 30, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by then that was before levels. So he wasn't, uh, he didn't, he didn't put out like the, the, the big tracks that we know. It was just the, the ones from his first album. So I, I was pretty that impressed. seems like a condescending shot. Dude, this first album has some hits. It had some hits, but level, levels is the one that actually, you know what I mean? Think about it, man. Levels is what pushed him to MTV UK, uh, BBC One Africa. No, that was all eyes on me. But I would say, you know, after, after... Probably Jealousy. Jealousy Jealousy was that track, though. But Jealousy is on Levels. So, yeah. But Jealousy jealousy dropped like a year and a half, almost two years ago. Yeah, before Levels. Jealousy, uh, Ran Josie. Mm, Control wasn't as big as the others, I guess. Control is big with the stoners. It's big in the club. Yeah, anyway. So, I mean, I was impressed. I was like, I I, I barely know this guy. And, uh, like, I know there's a rapper in, in SA called AKA... And I know he's got a big track called Victory Lab, but I don't really know him. I was only there because I got a free ticket. You know how it is. And I was like, geez, bro, this dude is a crazy performer. I was I was actually mad that there weren't that many people there. And I had so much respect. You were mad. I was mad. <laughs> dude, the promotion on that event was so bad. I did not even know about it because I even remember the poster. The poster had Zinchle and Young Nucho. And then all of a sudden, AKA is posting Instagrams at Crown Plaza. Like, Wait a minute. No, the, it did have, it did have, the poster had AKA on it as well. It, the, the version I got sent, because they, they emailed me. The version I got sent was Young Nucho. I'm like, I'm not going all the way the to funny, H to the, see Young Nucho. Get out of here. The funny thing <laughs> is, I think, I think they were pushing Zinche more than AKA. Mm-hmm. I suppose maybe she was big at the time. I don't know. But anyway. Uh, uh, it was a dope show and, and and I thought that You know what Next time AK comes through I'm gonna go But I didn't go Because uh, Financials were easier Anyway uh, The performance was dope Yeah Performance was dope uh, Set was dope I heard uh, it was short Dude 30 minutes is standard Yeah 30 minutes is actually more Than you'll get in most cases So 30 minutes is standard I don't know what they expected him to do Go two hours I don't know I was, I, This is what people were telling me Man AK was dope But why He only performed like three songs bro. He performed three songs He went That's through what I was told. It did like a, It was like seven song set It was 30 minutes So yeah um, Performance dope Set dope And that's pretty much Where the positives is <laughs> Sound Horrible well, another thing, shout out to our Zoom rappers. Guys, when you hold the mic, do not hold it like you see it in a music video. If you're covering the freaking mic, how are we supposed to hear what you're saying? <laughs> Just come here. Guys, <laughs> shout out to Hakeem, who was uh, Marquez's backup singer. <laughs> <laughs> How were the local acts though? Breezy performed? Huh? Junior Brown. Yeah, Breezy, Breezy, Breezy came out, did a set. Breezy basically rose from the ethers, uh, from the, the cave he was hiding under for several months, did a set. Uh, to be honest, it was a little wishy-washy though. Yeah. Uh, it was a little wishy-washy. Nah, you know, he could do better. Um, Team Bo were there. And you know, for those that were 
trying to cause a rift between two broke criminals and Timbo. You know, we're chilling, you know, with Timbo all night, taking photos. We snapped a few selfies. We even took like a sneaker pic, me and DJ Towers, because we tight like that, you know? <laughs> Unfortunately, DJ Towers did not actually DJ on the night. I'm sure there was a reason for that. He jumped, though. Mm-hmm. He jumped. Standard. Dope. Standard procedure. Then there were some funny there some funny shenanigans backstage with Shingi, which uh, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Tim Bo doing that thing. And then, yeah, guys, once again, the promoters, it's clear... We understand, like, if you're new to the game, but why would you make your first event be an international event? Why don't you start small and work your way up? Because the promotion of this this show was not on point. The location was far from ideal. Um, what were the numbers? It's hard to say, but I think less than two thousand. Okay. And they they basically used that big, you know, the big the big East Hall at the show East End Hall, yeah, East End Hall, and they'd used it the night before at the Dancehall Awards. So was there a lot of... There was no, it was cleaned up, but they were saving costs because like the stage setup was oh. from the night before. But the, it's way too big. Like, and when you go in there, like if the venue is large, even if there are a lot of people, it'll make it seem less packed than it really is. So it was a big ass venue. Um, the quote unquote golden circle. Hmm. <laughs> and then... They they had a bar outside with no lighting. It was guys. It was it was just in my opinion it was just sloppy, and I felt bad because last time AKA was here, like you said, the show wasn't promoted right. He comes back to Zim, and again he gets the and same. again he gets the 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 short end of the stick. I'm pretty sure like yeah, it's like that guy shot. He's involved, man. And it is timing though. I mean, like right now, probably jealousy is the biggest outside of Zim regional track. Right now, Jealous, dude, I mean, what, year what am I saying? Uh, all, all eyes, eyes on, on me. me. <laughs> I'm saying jealousy, honestly. All eyes on me. Uh, it's, it's all everyone's playing it. It's all on all the radio stations and whatever. Now would have been the perfect time to like make a huge AKA show. Just the promotion of it, man. I think maybe it's because they use Star FM as their media partner. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> funny thing is though, there's only one person. Okay, there's only one organization rather. That interviewed him during his trip, and it wasn't Star FM. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Star FM. Shout out to Star FM. Shout it was to too broke to him, Shout out to Napster. Shout out to Marks. Shout out to KBG. I see you guys. <laughs> We're taking your job, son. <laughs> all right. So anyway, let's get into the interview. You guys enjoy it. Listen, AKA talks about all sorts of things. He talks about uh, coming up, music in South Africa. He talks about the little he knows about Zimbabwean music, which is basically summed up in one name. But anyway, you'll hear all about that. Agenda. Chicka, 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 agenda. So yeah, check it out. Enjoy. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. We bro, bro, bro. Back again with a fresh new episode. It's Dan and Phil, and this is Two Broke Twimbos, and we managed to get AKA to sit down with us. What's up, fam? What's going on, man? Come in, thanks for having me. Appreciate it, man. Where? All right, so just so you know what Two Broke Twimbos is, Twimbos means Zimbabweans on Twitter. <laughs> broke, obviously. Yeah, so... <laughs> we won't go into that. <laughs> Con- considering, considering all the, the album sales that you've had, etc., mm-hmm. by the end of this, we, we should be able to come to an agreement of loans and so on. <laughs> Alright man, so thanks for sitting down with us. It's it's an it's an actual pleasure. Thanks for coming to Zimbabwe. You've been here before? I've been to Zimbabwe many times. Yeah? Yes. Performed a couple of times? A couple of times. Um, you know, Zimbabwe obviously is now a great place for African hip hop music. I mean I got a lot of fans here, I got a lot of support, so it's just, you know, across the border. I mean it's home basically. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right, dope. So let's touch on your latest release levels. Yes, sir. It's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, about to go gold. Yes, sir. All right. So what went into the the making of that album? Well, man, it's a long story. It took me the better part of two years to come up with the, the album. You know, um, we uh, we we tried to you know basically create a new sound, uh, take dance music and house music and fuse it together and turn it into hip hop music. So if you listen to like a song like Congratulate or a song like uh, you know Sunshine, whatever on the album, it's not your like typical rap music. But obviously there are rap songs like Run Jawsy and All Eyes on Me and so forth. Um, but it took a long time because, you know, I'm somewhat of a perfectionist. And I think when you listen to the album, you listen to the music. I think you can understand why it took so long. So I'm very proud of it. I, I dope, dope. So far, I think you're six awards deep. If I'm mistaken. Um, in, in total? In terms of levels. levels oh, of levels. in terms of levels. Yeah, I've, 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 I've been blessed, man. I've, I've won a lot of awards with this album. and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh, it's challenging as an artist to you, to do your second album. You know, to do it your first time is easy um, because you know everybody is is rooting for the underdog and everybody's behind you and stuff. But on your second album, it gets a bit more difficult. And you know, I've not only proved that to other people, but I've also proved it to myself that you know I'm here to stay. Right. So, so we can, let's touch on what you've done. You spoke about the progression. Mm. Um, you're now the first South African hip hop act to be playlisted on BBC One Radio. Yes. You just came back from Nigeria, successful tour there. Mm-hmm. How how did that all come together, and what's the plan been? Man, it's 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 basically just hard work paying off. I mean, Africa has always been a focus of mine. I've always understood that I can't just be big in South Africa in my own country. You now a lot of South African artists are just content to be big in South Africa and that's something that I've never subscribed to um, so you know all these things are falling into place now because of the hard work we've put in years before you know if you think about it I mean my debut song as AK or whatever came out about 2010 2011 so it's been it's been a lot of hard work it's been about five six years now of work that we've been putting in and now we're reaping the rewards you know playlisted on MTV UK and uh, BBC One Extra just came back from Nigeria and nominated for the Ghana uh, Music Award and hopefully a BET open nomination so things are just uh, are going really really well it's actually worth talking about because uh, Zimbabwe artists are actually struggling with trying to break out of just Zimbabwe oh, oh, oh. and the fact that you're here the fact that Zimbabwe can can make a big deal about bringing AKA as a headline yeah, yeah, yeah. we want to we want to have a situation where South Africa is bringing in a Zimbabwean artist yeah, yeah, yeah. as a headline act so what do we need to do on this end man I don't have all the answers you know but <laughs> I do feel like you look at the platforms like the DSTV and Channel O and MTV Base have afforded us, you know. Um, you know, Zimbabwe has its own media outlets and all those things. So it's about, first and foremost, being big in your own country. <clears throat> you have to be big in your own country, um, you know, to use that as a springboard to get big in other countries. So, you know, for me, I think the best advice is to make sure that you work platforms like Channel O, like MTV Base, uh, you know, to, to push you all around the continent. Because that's how my music got known all around the continent was mm-hmm being big on MTV base and channel O and you know radio stations all across the continent so that's a good start I've noticed a trend in a lot of uh, SA hip hop as well yeah. that uh, and I guess it happens all over but you're sampling for example your your single that's writing the charts right oh yes all eyes on me something Brenda Fassi yeah well that was like I said before that was a, a very conscious decision to make the music you know 2015 and make it rap but make it mm-hmm. African and, 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 and celebrate our own heroes. I mean, there's only so much like 
George Benson, we can sample. <laughs> you know, we have to also take pride in our own, um, you know, legends and, and try and breathe new life into their music through hip hop. You, you didn't want that to be a sim- single, correct? Yeah. All eyes on me? Yeah. No, man, I knew that was going to be a single. I knew that was going to be a single from the moment we finished it. It was just one of those records that was kind of like a given that it would be. You know, I'm, I'm obviously grateful, but I always knew, yeah, okay, this song is going to do very yes. well. Even like with your current single, Sim Dope, mm-hmm. sampled Mama Africa. Yes, yes, MXO. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you, you literally went and sat down and like, let's list all the great African house songs that we can sample. Well, which album around that? Well, I basically stumbled on a little formula, you know. So I'm a I'm a fan of house music or dance music. And um, I wanted to sample songs from like the late 90s, you know, when I was younger, songs that like kind of got me into dance music way back. Um, so what I would do is I would I would listen to that song and then sample the song that they sampled. So, so for instance, you'll find a lot of these dance songs are like soul samples. So you'll maybe there'll be a Daft Punk song, Daft Punk sampled whoever, let's say for argument's sake, James Brown. So you go sample that James Brown song, and then you get some of the nostalgia of the house, and you get the the the, the soul of of that original, and then you turn it into your own music. Dope. Yeah. So last year, um, around about this time, actually, yeah. there was a big brouhaha when you said you don't support international acts anymore. I, I don't know if I said I don't support international acts anymore. You know, I'm still, no, I'm still, um, I'm still down to perform and do openings for international acts, but on very, very strict conditions. <laughs> you know, um, I think the time of being, you know, subservient to international artists in your own country doesn't make no sense. You know, if maybe today, I mean, going on a job right now is this Kid Inc. Um, uh, Excess yeah. Josie thing going on. And I, I'm in Zimbabwe. You know, here I am. Because I understand that there's no point in in, 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 in people trying to be like, oh, okay, AKA, let's expose you to, who are you exposing me to? These are my people. Because my country you understand what i'm saying so it was nice to do you know the kanye west and the rick rosses and blah 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 but i think i'm, I'm pretty much over that now now it's more about you know i'd rather do a concert with the bunch and do a concert with kidding <laughs> yeah. fair enough yeah. that makes sense speaking of concerts um i did go to your uh, i don't know if it's your last one in zim oh, okay uh a while back uh <laughs> there were so many problems involved with that one in terms of the <laughs> uh, marketing and so yeah, on yeah. but I was really impressed with your actual performance because uh, there weren't that many people there yeah. but you still it's like you treated it as a full on 100% man it, whether it's one person or 10 people or 10,000 people you know you always got to give the same performance and that's something that I pride myself on because it's the easiest part of my job I love to perform you know it's, it's the most gratifying who wouldn't want to listen to people sing their songs Back to them, <laughs> you know. So um, I think tonight's show is going to be much better, though. Yeah. I've got a good feeling about tonight's show. Like band? Yes. I mean, back then I wasn't doing the band, but now the band goes everywhere with me. I've taken my band to Nigeria. They're totally loving their lives. They like been in Nigeria with me and Zim and all sorts of places. Um, I've noticed a lot of, uh, I think a lot of Zim hip hop acts right now pretty much use uh, backtracks. Yeah. And uh, uh, they just reduce the volume a little bit and they're just rapping over their tracks, yeah. which is, I mean, it, it can work in some instances, I guess. Yeah. But do you see a difference with live band? And oh man, I've seen a whole world of difference. You know, for instance, it's just like practical things like, 
maybe the song is done, the backtrack is done playing. What if I want to sing some more? Yeah. <laughs> you know? What if I'm what if I'm not done singing? What if I want to sing some more? Yeah. You know, so the band just gives me that ability to be more flexible. I can sing the chorus four times if I want you know I can do whatever I want with the music as a performer uh, because when you're performing it's all about in the mood in the moment and the band allows me to do that also you know in terms of the sound it's much bigger and more dynamic and it also makes me look like more more mega you know like you know a band you know a band you, you've got to have musicians playing with you you know it's something that I realized uh, quite a while ago and I've been doing it ever since right. where did that come from the Super Doro Mega I think it was from uh, Don Jazzy and them they uh, had this Doro Bucci thing yeah. I kind of took it and I just like made it my own kind of thing I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Um, within the creation of Levels you, you basically came across and discovered two new acts that are taking over look to take over this year oh, Young, yeah. and, Young and Tweezy oh yeah man so how did that come about like how did you find those acts uh, Young was actually um, directing my music videos oh. um, and then one day I found out that he could rap just out the blue <laughs> and I couldn't believe it and then uh, he played with me some of his music and listened to some of his music and for you know what we were you know trying to write music together and he helped me write uh, Run Josie the chorus mm -hmm. um, which he also performs on the song uh, Tweezy is also a, a producer that I just kind of stumbled upon I don't know maybe the stars were aligned or something and you know it's funny how things work themselves out you know and he's been a major driving force behind you know my sound and I've also been able to teach him a lot of things so expect uh, you know a lot more music uh, coming from us and keep your eye on Younger Younger is going to be um, a big deal. All right, dope. In terms of collaborations, we see you, you're branching out, especially further afield, especially in Nigeria. Yes. What can we expect in 2015? More dollars. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, I'm not kidding. Um, you, can expect, uh, you can expect more collaborations, man. You can expect me. I mean, I'm supposed to go back to Nigeria in April. Um, you know, they just... They just welcomed me with open arms out there, man. I really enjoyed every second of being in Nigeria. That's where I really belong, I suppose, <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, man, Nigeria is is is, uh, is definitely on the map. We might have a UK tour coming up this year because of, you know, MTV UK and what All Eyes On Me has done in, in, in Europe. Um, so, yeah, man, my year is just looking, it's looking crazy. I'm about to be a father this year. I'm going to finish my third, I'm trying to finish my third album this year. It's just my life is just like exploding in all sorts of directions. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you just dropped the saga like earlier this week. Mm. And I was thinking back, like, I don't think you've ever dropped a free single since you dropped your free releases <laughs> like two years back. Is that yeah. a conscious decision? Like you don't drop free music anymore? Well, the saga isn't free because yeah. you can get on iTunes. Um, yeah. You know, we're making a point of making sure that we do not put out free links but they're going to end up on the internet anyway but we're making a point of making sure that okay cool when the music comes out it's going on iTunes and what we what I like it's also a Nazi single it's not my single it's him featuring me what I also like is that we didn't like okay five days till we drop okay four days till we drop okay artwork three days you know what I'm saying we were just like Monday came we were just like here's the song and I think that has also been integral to the success of the song so far because it just kind of landed. We went like, okay, mm -hmm. we're dropping the artwork on Friday. <laughs> you know? So we, we've learned something. Just Phil downloaded that track for free. Oh, yeah. No, I think you might want to look into that if any, <laughs> any people can get it. Um, what we're talking about money, man. You know, money is something where. we're very interested in. Mm, and we all. Mostly because we have none. Um, <laughs> 
Neil, tell me, tell me in terms of financial success, the year yeah. 2014 and what we expect from 2015. Oh man, it's been great. <laughs> Where's it, where's it mostly from? <laughs> Sales? It's from shows. Shows, yeah. So basically, for South African hip-hop act, the main source of revenue is still shows. Man, I think for all artists mm-hmm. in this climate, all around the world, Africa, America, anywhere, shows are, are with the bulk of where the money comes from. I would like to think, I mean, unless you're like the Beatles or something, mm-hmm. you're like running off your greatest hits or something. Maybe one day I'll get to that point where I put out my greatest hits and I'll just chill on my farm or whatever, rake in the dump. We got farms here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, yo, um, uh, still thinking about the whole money thing. Uh, endorsements are a big deal. Yes. Uh, you find that's a big source of income for you? Yes, I forgot about endorsements. Yes, endorsements. No dash. Uh, you know, you know, we don't necessarily chase them, but we make sure that we do what we can to put ourselves in the right time at the right place. You know, um, in terms of being connected with the right people, uh, keeping your ear to the ground in terms of campaigns and things that brands are trying to do. Um, you know, you always got to do that. But we're still fighting a war. You know, in South Africa, in terms of making sure that brands use South African music in commercials or South African artists to push their products. So it's not like in Nigeria where every artist has a deal, Pepsi deal, Coke deal, Globe deal, this deal, you know? So South Africa is very westernized in that uh, regard. It's not as easy as people think really to, to, to get a, a endorsement and a deal out in South Africa. All right. Uh, on a lighter note, mm. Uh, those who listen to Two Broke Twimbos, a lot of them are females. Yes. Because, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, you find yourself struggling with groupies or? I used to. Yeah. I used to until I figured the whole thing out, you know? Um, but now, no, not a stick. <laughs> good, good security. Yeah. Good security. Um, but no, man, I mean, I had fun in my earlier days. A lot of stories I could tell. But um, that's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm, 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 just, I'm just very different now. You know, I've got a, a girl now. And mm. I've got a baby on the way. And I just bought a house. And we're going to, you know, do the whole proper thing trying to be a good man yeah <laughs> not that we're at gossip rag but we have noticed like for the longest time that was very 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 private like yeah then beginning of this year yeah well, well, it, well it had to because you know i was gonna have a child so what are we gonna do to, like <laughs> take pictures of the child's foot or, <laughs> you know so guess who this belongs to <laughs> so you know for, for us it was it was really about coming out at the right time and doing things on our terms and tr- trust me go Going forward, it'll be on my terms. Uh, going forward, you know, you 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 have to kind of keep your sanity with media and stuff like that. So I think you have to live by your own rules, make up your own rules. Do you find that media is a big problem in terms of paparazzi, etc.? Nah, you know, it's not like the states or London or anything. But you know, the media uh, once you get to a certain point, you people start trying to break you down because you might get too big. So, you know, they try and bring you down, but it's fine. I mean, it's something I understand that I have to deal with. Um, It's part and parcel of what I do. And, you know, sometimes you have to also use the the media for to your own advantage, you know? So it's a, it's a give and take. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
Uh, the fact that you're in Zimbabwe is uh, it, it's a big big deal for Zim hip hop. Oh yeah, it kind of shows that you know hip hop can actually have uh, acts that bring in money that can go on tour, etc. Yeah, et yeah, yeah. Are there any Zim acts you know of? Or I, I know Buffalo Soldier. <laughs> well, everyone knows. I don't know if I know. <laughs> I don't know if, if I know too too many others, but yeah. I do know Buffalo Soldier. Right, man. Yes. Just the buff. Just the buff. <laughs> yeah. You, you got. We still have to find out what. Queen V song says that agenda. Oh yes, I know. He introduced me to Queen V as yeah. well. Yes. Yeah. I think I think on that note we can wrap it up. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys, and you know, thank you for just keeping the culture alive. You know, so, even in Zim yeah, as well. Yeah, uh, about do we see you about the loan or <laughs> you? <other>? Cut. Thanks, man. We There you have it, aka on two broke twimbos. Unfortunately, mm. we are still at the same financial level. We thought yeah. that maybe the levels would change. Man, I'm just killing with the puns today, man. Yeah, the levels. Yeah, yeah so well. Yeah, so they have it, aka, aka Super Duro Mega, <laughs> aka Boss Mega, <laughs> <laughs> aka, aka, aka a team member, aka some sort of colored Cape Town name, Kiernan. Kieran, 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 Kieran. Act like we don't know like five Kieran's from Arcadia right now. <laughs> hey, Dave, Dave, I heard you saying my name on the radio. What's going on, eh? <laughs> That's not what. what Wait, no, that was Joburg. Hold on, hold on. That was, that was a Joburg accent. <laughs> don't be funny, man. Okay. The <laughs> Mieza. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that was the colored rapper as referred to by. Um, you know what? There's no need to get into beef. Anyway, that is AKA on Two Broke Twimbos. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it, and that's what we keep doing. Keep supporting us, keep sharing that interview. Please, like I said, check out the video. I think what we're going to do is to try to get these videos on as many platforms as possible so that you guys can check them out. Uh, we just passed what? 10K on the Casper Your Vest video? You couldn't go uh, the whole episode without mentioning his name. Well, I'm just talking about the last the last video interview we did. Yeah, okay, fine. Oh yeah, by the way, shouts. Um, reliable sources that were at Access Jersey. I actually wanted to go, but you know, my visa got denied, even though they don't care about visas for Zimbabwean passports, <laughs> but you know, I'm a special case. Apparently, during Casper's set, he actually gave a shout out. To AKA. It's like, I like to give a shout out to rappers that inspired me. He's not here right now because he's in Zimbabwe. Then he started playing All Eyes on Me. So, you know, it's good to see well, that the, the beef is done. You know, why wouldn't he shout out to Broke Twombos, though? I, I really don't know because we, 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 we literally put Casper on. I mean, his we, success can solely be attributed to Two Broke Twombos. Yes. Even though we interviewed him after his big hits, <laughs> some way, somehow, we were involved. That and that. So, look, I mean, Casper, if you can just uh, give credit where it's due, bruh, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. I'm sure. pretty sure AKA will do it in his next song. So, yeah. One thing we forgot to ask AKA about was the head honcho gear, man, because I really, really wanted a head honcho vest. And those the, the first line that came out last year with the grill and the mouth and the dripping mouth thing. So, if anyone in AKA's team is listening, I'm a double XL. Um, please get hold of me via Twitter or email and we can work something out because I know you guys are trying to expand during the interview it was all about his dollars he's talking about money so you guys how about this expanding to Zimbabwe you have two brand representatives we could wear them everywhere because they would probably be our only fresh clothes we have a following of about 20 to 30 listeners you can't do better than that 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, just hit us up, man. And uh, uh, my my size is a uh, uh, medium. It's, it's <laughs> no, it's it's midi large. Yeah, like I said, it's medium. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, shout out to you guys for listening. Stick with us because we got more interviews coming through. Uh, and uh, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. Look for Two Broke Twimbos as the number two. And then Broke Twimbos. Yeah, don't forget to follow. Uh, usually we'd close out with a song from AKA. But as we record this, we just got news about Flabba's tragic, tragic passing. So for those of you who are African hip hop heads, obviously myself included, we grew up on Flabba Squatter Camp. Uh, he was a big influence. And if it wasn't for what Squatter Camp did, you know, we, we might not even have a chance to interview AKA or these other South African acts because they really did set the president back in the day. So thoughts, thoughts going out to Flabba's family. Hopefully they can get some form of solace and uh, the killer can be brought to justice. So I think we'll play out with, I think, one of Flabba's biggest hits from 2007, Bo. Fatsy, but fatsy. Thanks for the memories, Flabba. We out. We out. <laughs>
Those that really think they know the old me. Not bad. Get us. Remember the song. Right to learn. Ladies, fat, little us. When they finally look up to know who they came on. Doesn't matter. Turn it through. Relax, then I turn around and tell you what you look. Starts up a steel and jungle too. Fox. Men, I'm feeling so bad in your pool. Fox. Cause get your back in my head. Fox. 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 Get your back in my head. Fox. 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 Get your back in my head. Fox. 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 Get your back in my head. Fox. Fox. Make it ammo like a tinted dust. We broke, broke, broke. Yo, what's up? This is AKA. You're listening to Broke Twin Bows. We're reporting live from the 19th floor. It is what it is. Levels. We broke, 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 broke. We ain't got it. Yo, it's Danny, that guy, live and direct at Castle Light Unlocked. And I just linked up with Super Mega, AKA, who just finished his dope, dope, dope performance. Ah, you know me, I'm a big fan, man. All right, so, uh, AKA, I got a big question for you, man, and it has to do with politics. Um, I've noticed that you've used your hip hop and your platform to talk about politics. And I wanted to know what effect you think uh, hip hop, music in general, uh, can have in terms of the political landscape, especially the young people. Yeah, it, it, all, it all really depends about where you're, where you're at, where you're from, you know. Um, especially in Africa, it's, 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 you know, we say we have free speech, but everybody knows, don't f*** with the government. You know what I'm saying? So it's really about who is willing to put themselves out there and really be that person that, you know, you might be crucified for it. So it's all about, you know, what, what, what is your goal, what is your aim, what role do you want to play in the industry? So the hip-hop artists that are out in Zimbabwe right now, what effect can they make on Zimbabwean politics, you think? That's a big question. You're going to have to ask a Zimbabwean. Yeah. I know that I, I, am, uh, I, I can only speak from a South African perspective and that, you know, even in, in our country, politics is a very touchy subject. It's very racially charged. It's economically charged. Um, but in Zimbabwe... Man, it, 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 the, the, no, no, it, you know, the country is going through a lot of changes. And all, we, all I can do is, is, is just pray for my Zimbabwean brothers and sisters and that the truth, at the end of the day, the people will govern. That's one of the sayings of, of South Africa, of the ANC, is that the people shall govern. And anyway, whether it's Sudan or whether it's Zimbabwe, at the end of the day, you can't keep the people down. The people shall govern. Shout out to you, man. Thanks so much for talking to me. Yo, what's up? This is AKA. You're listening to Broke Twin Bows. We're reporting live from the 19th floor. It is what it is. Levels. We Coming to you live from the third world. 
getting high off purple. Hey, then I'm missing top of my game. Black car, rap star, look at my face. Can we see what you here for? I got a 730 shuttle to the airport, therefore. Twerk contest, I'm a new sense. Job class, do it for the UN. I'm at the table with the bosses. You need to table up the losses. Trying to buy face. I had to pay dues, had to make moves on fake. Even got booed off stage. Trying to put food on plate, drop a couple jewels on tape. Now we got views on fake. So much love, trust fund and gus love. Bad chicken, bad bad. She's showing up with that plus one. Through depths and peaks, wolves dress the sheep. Uh, better protect the keep while I pen this acceptance speech.
Ting ting the sight for salt eyes. Dark days, friends with you, it's alright. Turn that pain to fuel, let's survive. Ooh, ooh, now I'm stronger. Backstage in the coupe like Lusha. Spin moves in the paint like Jordan. Girlfriend on the shoulder, that's Taurus. Star signs, pull up and shine at Nostra. Galaxy boy, that's culture. I've been on top for a long time. Champion chips on my beat combines. People say hip hop died, that's nonsense. Thank God they showed their true colors. Switched up piano like bugs. 